What's up guys? Welcome to our podcast where we talk about sports, movies, current events and anything else that comes to our mind. My name's Ian, my name is Jazz, so just kick back and relax with Jazz and Ian. What is up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh today Jazz and I are joined by a special guest. Jazz, why don't you introduce her? Yeah, second time we're bringing guests on onto this podcast, but uh, this time around we have uh, a fine air med student all the way from Australia. Happens to be my sister as well. Prab Reen, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi guys. Um thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I feel like we're like it's like so professional now. We're like actually <laughs> doing like a legit show. <laughs> no, let's let's keep it the same kickback style, man. Like we we need it. Yeah, yeah. Just with maybe a little bit more facts, a little bit more knowledge than just us like spewing just random sh- bullshit. I feel like <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah, I'm here to make you guys sound a bit smarter, so you can thank me later. Oh man, should we kick her off now or do we have to continue this? We'll continue. We, we want to hear what she has to say. All right. So I thought we would maybe talk about uh, the COVID-19 and how it's affecting different countries. So just we just have different perspective right now from Australia. So tell us like how it's like, how is it looking there? Is it kind of pretty much the same or were you guys going through there? Um, it's looking okay. I think comparatively to other countries, Australia isn't in the worst of it right now because um, if you look at the number of cases, it's only 6,300 some cases right now, which isn't that bad compared to the rest of the world. Um, and Australia kind of got on board pretty quickly realizing what was going on in other parts of the world. So they were quick to put on travel bans. They were quick to get people on board with social distancing. So they've sort of got things under control, but again, it is um, quite a bit to go through in terms of healthcare system. It's going to be quite a burden when things do hit the fan a bit. At the moment, um, in the healthcare system, mostly we are experiencing what we call calm before the storm. So things are winding down a little bit because people are listening and staying at home and taking all the precautions that are being told. So things are, Australia has managed to flatten the curve right now, but let's see how things go. And when I say that, I'm talking about Brisbane, Queensland, where I am. Things are not as great in sydney and melbourne which are more crowded and bigger cities but overall i think australia is doing quite well uh, but uh, keep reminding yourself that we're actually heading into winter here now so things are gonna oh, right, probably right? yeah right. so things Completely are probably right gonna be much worse as um, it goes on i think so Monolith, is this the time your uh, flu season usually starts there yes yes it does okay. so we're going into that now so things are probably going to get a bit worse and i think the models here are predicting that june or july will probably be the peak peak of corona for australia wow so is it like true that this virus like during the summertime it slows down and winter time it's more uh lethal or not yeah because i've heard like mixed cases about that yeah i don't think there's the weather and all that yeah i haven't looked at all of the research and all the evidence that's come out about that but from what i have gathered i don't think there's a lot of weight in that because i think a lot of countries were thinking that oh as we head into summer things will get better but i don't think that quite happened that way um in the winter i think it's just in terms of if you have other comorbidities so if you've got asthma or if you've got other respiratory stuff that just gets worse in winters so it just predisposes you to getting corona or having a worse prognosis if you get it it's the same with like flu as well right so if during the flu season you do get flu and then you get coronavirus on top of that things are just going to be worse so i'm thinking that winter probably makes things worse because of all that rather than the virus itself right right yeah that makes sense yeah, because if you look at the countries that are actually really warm too, they still have a lot of cases. Like Thailand is high, a bunch of cases there, and all those other countries with warmer climates, they still have a bunch of cases. So I don't think weather really has anything to do with it. Okay, uh, I just want to like quickly talk about something. I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but have you guys heard of the five G conspiracy? 
Oh my god. Man. So stupid. Like, no, I haven't. You what haven't heard that? of this? So no. apparently, so people are basically like, it's like all these like famous people too, like on Instagram or like famous Europe. people too. Yeah, like I saw like oh, mostly God. rappers that I've seen, but like still, like oh. I'm just like, man, what's going on? So they're like, so they're blaming, like they're saying that coronavirus it's spread, and uh, so they're trying to keep us inside so they can install like five G towers because it's the five G towers that are causing it, and. Uh, yeah, there it's just like the most bizarre fucking thing. Like I just don't even like they're just like oh yeah, like coronavirus is being caused and being spread because of the 5G towers. Like the signal from them and they were like it affects your body in a certain way, so it's making us more yeah, it's, successful. it's really so ridiculous. Both, like, yeah, like get this coronavirus and it's weakening our body and it's just man, I'm just like how the man I, don't, I can't even go into these conspiracy theories. It's just like so insane to me. And the fact that so many people believe it, and they're just like, "Oh, just do your research, just search right. about it." And I was like, "Bro, you realize like like seventy percent of countries that don't have don't 5G, have 5G. <laughs> are still getting corona." Man, US literally thinks the world revolves around them. That's what the US yeah. thinks. It's like everything. It's like, oh, what is US first? Like it's just so fucked. Like these third world countries are obviously getting corona, and do you think they have five G? Yeah, yeah, because five G is like the new thing, so that's a new thing they got to be scared of because they don't know about it. So they're like yeah. affecting us, like all these electromagnetic waves. It's just like uh, it's affecting us as human beings. So we should mm-hmm. like shut this down. And I'm just like, man, this is the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. That's but... just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy, and it's, it's just I feel like okay, all right, everyone's entitled to an opinion, no matter how stupid that is. But when people start giving that so much attention and wind, you're taking all that effort away from things that need that attention. It's just so stupid. Yeah, staying on the same topic, actually, there's been a lot of misinformation that's been uh, driven by media, by even other people online about COVID, like things to do, medications to take and things like that. It's just so much information out there. And I feel like people are going to be, you know, prone to take the wrong information sometimes. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think, yeah. Also, because there's a lot of panic and uncertainty that is coming with this pandemic because it's such unprecedented times and we all don't really, like this hasn't happened for ages. No one knows what's happening. No one really knows how to deal with this. So people are going to run to any solution that someone's trying to push on them just out of sheer panic. Yeah, I don't think think something like this has ever happened. Like it's like 100 years ago, it was like the... Spanish, Spanish food was there, yeah. but just having this in the modern century in this like day and age it's such a yeah. different thing because people are so much more connected right throughout the right. world so we have so many forms of communication and yeah because back then you didn't know what the other country was going through like you didn't exactly. really but now having the social media and having that outreach it just feels like such a different world right and mm-hmm. having to go through something like this where the whole world is like shut down and on pause like it's such a bizarre feeling like one thing it yeah especially one thing that it really does affect is uh just mental health uh you know we have a lot of people who suffer through mental health issues and even if you don't have any i mean this is definitely something that can lead to the development maybe no it's definitely not healthy because even when i just drive around the city and it's so yeah you don't see anyone and it's so eerie like anywhere i go man it's just so bizarre such a bizarre feeling uh, is it like the same for you like in australia too is it like pretty much the roads are empty everyone's kind of in their house have you been outside yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how how many days you've been locked in your house yet <laughs> well it's been two weeks but what um, like you haven't stepped quite... out the house in two weeks oh i've gone for like exercise or just when i needed groceries but i haven't oh, actually okay. gone right. outside other than that for two weeks yeah um, i'm sure all the places are closed anyway so it's just exactly like, exactly yeah. but it is quite eerie it is really strange especially right now we were almost towards the end of summer going into fall um mm-hmm. and i mean if you've ever lived in brisbane it's just hot and nice all year around pretty much with the exception of a couple of months during winter so people are always out and about always doing something or the other so it's really strange not to see anyone on the street and even when you're grocery shopping and everyone's just sort of like you know you don't see people around and everyone's really sort of trying to keep distance and everything it's very very strange 
yeah it's just yes. such a bizarre feeling even like going to, like i went to a superstore the other day and everyone's kind of just like looking at each other with this everyone's so, you can you can feel the anxiety in the air you can literally crazy. feel it it's so weird i'm like looking at everyone like with this doubtful like eyes and they're looking at you and they're like kind of like staying away like it, yeah. it's, it's just like so weird man it's just like the overall feel of it and yeah like staying at home too i, I don't know about you guys but it's definitely affected me like for sure like just the like the psyche of things like just not being able to go to the gym just not being able to like do my regular routine like it just mm-hmm. got me so out of order like i feel like i feel so discombobulated where i'm just like oh man i got to figure out my shit again i got to kind of get in a routine again yeah for sure i think it really is get just getting back into a routine where you know that um I'm going to be stuck with like this for who knows 6 months or something so I might as well just start something where I'm doing every day and keep on adding to it that's a scary part cuz you don't know how long it's going right exactly like yeah what do you think yeah. rob like how long do you think this um, might go i think we're definitely looking at 6 months for sure because like um, of quarantine not leaving your house um not exactly quarantine in a very strict way but i think you're at least looking at a few months of that for sure and after that i think things might go a bit lax depending on how the country is doing and all of that um but i think for the rest of this year we should expect some form of restrictions on it might just be travel bans and what not towards the end but i think this year is going to be a bit restricted in terms of what we can do i don't think the world is quite going to go back to what it was Last Yo. year, by the end of this year. Don't tell me I'm gonna lose this Edmonton summer, man. I can't lose this three months. <laughs> uh, summer. Yeah, we only get. That's all I get, man. Time. I can't. I can't be like inside through the whole sun, and then when the by the time you start going out, it's snowing again. It's snowing I, again. I'm, yeah. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Like, no, I need the summer, man. Come on. All the summer plans, though. RIP. No traveling nowhere. <laughs> can't. Yeah, no, I, no traveling. Yeah. I think traveling this year is not wise at all really because even if say they open borders and stuff I think it's huge risks that you would be taking personally. So yeah. yeah. It's not advisable for sure. Man, I feel bad for all the people that had like their wedding planned this summer and oh like, yeah. all these like uh, weddings, like, graduations, yeah. you know, there were so many things that had to be canceled, but Yeah, all these major yeah. life events. I think another thing too is like once things um I feel like traveling like you were saying prob is not going to be a good idea too especially in some countries cuz i feel like once that does happen i think the crime rate is actually going to go up yeah yeah that's another thing that wait what gonna... like yeah crime rate is going to increase due to you know everyone's Travel? been inside no no like if you go let's say you're going to a country that's not as safe right right Yeah, I feel like uh that crime rate there is going to be couldn't have increased by the time the quarantine phase is over. You think so? Yeah, I mean people, people are too. inside and then no one's making money, no one's yeah. has like a lot of money, so I see. Yeah, no, those are definitely like hard times. So many people are being laid off. I think it was like exactly. millions or something in like Canada and even like in US. Yeah, and imagine for us, we actually have we're lucky to be in Canada or even the states. Um we get help from the government, right? They're giving mm-hmm. us checks. Right. But other countries, yeah. they have nothing. So Actually, I don't know. Like I I know like in India and stuff they're giving help too. So I don't know about other countries if they're I feel like there should be some kind of social program for it because it's not just like a small population is getting uh, affected, it's so much of it. But yeah. like a lot of governments mm-hmm. I realize they are not like well equipped for it, so I'm sure. Yeah. Really yeah. I mean there's there is assistance given for like a lot of people but you have to realize that there's like a lot of logistics that come into play with even that and even with right. countries like Canada or Australia like Australia they're doing the same like they're giving out um, assistance to people but then now because this crisis is on the rise and the government needs to kind of manage resources as well so they're doing it only for Australian citizens so say they're not doing it for international students Ooh, that they, they're here yeah. they're not doing it for That's certain tough. populations so there's still people that are at the fringe what i've heard here and even Scott Morrison the prime minister said that if you're an international student and you can't support yourself you should leave because i'm sorry but we can't really do anything 
for wow. you at the moment. And it, it is tough for those populations, you know. Yeah. Um, I understand because they have to sort of put that yeah, security nest yeah. for their own citizens first. It's understandable. I'm not questioning the decision, but right. I'm just saying that it still leaves people in a tough spot, no matter where you are in the world. And if we talk about other countries like India or third world countries, um, there might be resources or programs on paper, but is that actually getting out to people? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And even if it is, considering how overpopulated they are, is that enough? And a lot of people yeah, do like, yeah, a lot of people do daily jobs and menial work. So I don't, I can't imagine how they survive because there's probably not a lot of security around that at the moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just really tough situation. Yeah, like imagine the street vendors who just you know sell food or whatever yeah. it is. So many people rely on just like. Uh, in a job like even sales or anything like that where it's just like right. human interaction yeah. so being yeah, taken a, that away is just such a huge impact yeah and the really sort of impactful thing about it is to think about how you never really thought how important that was you just took all that so for granted That's like even stepping true. out of the house is such a luxury now that you're like yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah like all these things i'm like i'm like bored of going out to eat to restaurants i'm like oh my god i've been to like so many places <laughs> trying to find something new like oh this is so boring going to restaurants like i was like now it's like oh my god please please one restaurant i want to go somewhere i don't want to or even how you hated going to the gym but now you're like oh please (laughs) yeah 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 i'd be like man i have no time to like spend at home like a day at home that's what i need right now it's like yo i'm never gonna be home as soon as i'm allowed to go out (laughs) i'm not fucking coming back home for like a year straight i'm gonna be going out for every single day i don't care you're gonna be doing a reverse quarantine <laughs> yeah, pretty much honestly. pretty much you gotta like you gotta tie Talking... me down to like freaking bring me home <laughs> Yeah. Well, talking about that, I'll just circle back to the mental health part of things that we were discussing before, that it mm-hmm. is really hard and we're experiencing that every day where it's so hard to just be inside and be socially isolated. I think maybe some of us that live with partners or live with family, it's not so hard because you're still interacting with someone. You might get right. sick of those people at one point or the other, but... Yeah, I don't know if that's really like completely <laughs> good, completely bad. I think it's like pros and cons. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. you've got somebody there, right? But there's to people that human interaction. Yeah. yeah, but there's people that live alone or people that are living with kids day in and out, and like you know don't have school oh, to send them to or childcare like or something. Yeah. So it's yeah. just yeah, it's really tough. And I think in a way, I understand social distancing that you know you're supposed to stay away and this and that, but it is really hard to keep your sanity doing that if say you're living alone. Or you don't have a good yeah. support system. It's really hard to survive this sort of time without feeling a bit low or getting depression or anxiety about all of this if you don't um, really have that support system in place. For um, sure, hundred yeah. percent. I probably had like uh, three or four mental breakdowns already. <laughs> <laughs> just three or four. <laughs> no, it's just like yeah, like the anxiety of like just being trapped inside, right? You're just like, oh my yeah. god, I want to get out. And then yeah. at least like for you, you're lucky enough that you can go out and it's nice outside. For us, it's still like snow outside and like we're still going out even when it's like negative two and three because that's yeah, just to get out. It's like our yeah. spring. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, negative two. Best perfect weather to get out. <laughs> Sun tanning yeah, it out in the snow. <laughs> like it's like, uh, that's, that's true. Like definitely living in Australia, it's fortunate in that way but there's also the drawback to that because when it's that nice outside it's really no really hard to, to stay yeah. <laughs> it requires yeah. extra motivation to actually keep yourself away from things that's yeah. why that's why i think australia started um putting the social distancing and closing everything down pretty early in the game because they knew if they didn't people would just not be listening you know, if they didn't yeah. actually shut the restaurants down, shut the bars down, people will still be going no matter how much you advise them not to because it's just mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. I think, yeah, hopefully it doesn't, like, rise, but I feel like eventually... Like, the only thing about flattening the curve is, like, that time at the bottom, it gets extended. So when you flatten yeah. that curve, it's going to last a long time. A long time. So yeah, that's you're true. You just kind of have to be prepared which... for that. Yeah, exactly. But I also don't know what the end game essentially is. Because I feel yeah. like the minute you stop social distancing or quarantine, gonna, everybody's going to flood out. 
Yeah, everybody's oh, yeah. gonna be out on the street, and people are just not gonna be so vigilant about social distancing because you just won't be able to. So unless yeah, they do yeah. some sort of rollout that's um, graduated and is controlled in some way, which is gonna be harder to implement, I don't know what the I think um, they're reality just of that will banking. look like. I think they're just banking on a vaccine at this point because it's like uh, a no. Well, no? I, I I appreciate that thought, but I don't think it's gonna happen anytime like, soon. Because anytime it takes, soon. I thought yeah, I thought they said like a year, year and a half. Yeah, eighteen months at least yeah, for any yeah. sort of successful vaccination. You look at eighteen months, but I don't mm-hmm. think they. I don't know if they can continue this for eighteen months until that comes. Yeah, out. this is eighteen like, months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like it, because, that, that would like this because already the, the economy is just getting destroyed right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, they can't yeah. go on forever. That's true. It can't go on for too long. But it's just those things. It's just the, the way the this virus is. It's just the because you can have it and not show any symptoms, right? That's right. the scary part. Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah. like so many people could be already carrying it and not know, no, not no, know, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. Because when you want to limit something like this, you can hope the people that have it, you can isolate them, you can quarantine them, and then after like three months, four months, when they eventually go out, no one has it. But that's not the reality of it because you don't know who has it, yeah, and there's not exactly. enough tests available, right? So it's just like creating like those things so i don't see how this could like go away or stop until everyone yeah. kind of gets it yeah that's hey, why uh, think- Prague, have you heard of any type of uh, medications or anything like that that can help out with this uh no there's no actual treatment for it so in terms of treating it's just like support and symptom mm-hmm. relief so if you do get respiratory system um, symptoms and it gets really bad to the point where you can't breathe and you need a ventilator so you'd be in icu and the ventilator will help you breathe if you have other symptoms you can address those and provide whatever treatment gives you symptom relief so say you know like if you're having difficulty breathing you can if you're in a hospital you can be given oxygen you can be given things that help you but there's no mm-hmm. treatment or no medication for the virus itself Oh, I see. Just for the symptom relief. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's yeah. more. But so... things are changing. Things are changing. So I don't know if they've actually come upon something else that has worked or not. Because things are so dynamic in that space, and they're just trying to figure out what they can do. But I haven't heard right. of one overarching treatment that's worked. But yeah, well, it's, hopefully, it's... who knows? Maybe they'll find something. Yeah, it's funny how like everyone when they think of like world ending and stuff, it was always like oh maybe World War Three, maybe like right. something this, something this. Like uh, it was no one really thought about like like a virus. virus. Yeah, exactly. Just mm-hmm. affecting the world that it the way. It's yeah. Did you did you guys see? There's a TED talk that Bill Gates did about five years ago where he's literally telling the world that yeah. pandemics are what we need to be afraid of like yeah yeah the way things are going in the world mm-hmm. yeah i saw this so. like netflix netflix pandemic show too that was basically talking about the similar thing where mm-hmm. it's just like the next thing we shouldn't be worried about world war we shouldn't be worried about anything the thing that's gonna kill human beings and are gonna be like the downfall it's gonna be like um next basically big virus or infection and and people and this isn't even uh like from that ted talk uh this isn't even the uh big one like this is just right because it's not as lethal yeah. yeah yeah man i can't imagine how things were if this I had like can, a oh my like, God. mortality rate of like 30 percent even yeah like, the thing with this the mortality rate isn't that is as high as other yeah. But that's yeah. also why people didn't take it seriously. They were like, "Oh, right. joke!" Like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, I'm healthy. I'm young. I can, I can go so, out. Like the and the government <laughs> like, like that. Like that the Florida video. guy. Oh my <laughs> Spring God. break. You know, yeah. I've been planning yeah. spring break for months. <laughs> I'm not gonna cancel that for this, yeah. Oh no. So how do you think oh, about yeah. people that are dying? Oh man, that's too bad. Yeah. I'm young. I'm gonna bounce back with his red <laughs> patches on his face. I, oh my God. Yeah, it's just so stupid. I just remember talking like we were just talking once with friends and just thinking about you know if this crisis was the other way around that this virus was mm-hmm. actually much more fatal for the younger population i bet yeah. you like our parents and older generation would have been so vigilant about social distancing and all that oh, because 100%. they would have cared about us whereas we are so selfish that we're like <laughs> our parties and our life is more important <laughs> i think it's a maturity thing too just because like yeah. uh 
it's just like at that age you feel like you're invincible and you feel like yeah you don't really think about future and stuff like that so it's just i think it's just but uh, there's cases where like um younger people young people die. are dying too so yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. especially yeah. a lot in the states Mm-hmm, yes, sure. but I think even uh, Alberta had a young death. I can't remember yeah, who it was. Yeah, yeah. This young girl, I, I think, I read yeah. it. She was like twenty, yeah, twenty-two, tw- yeah, twenty-two, and then without any symptoms, or like I mean, without any uh, prior, prior, yeah, or yeah, anything. Yeah, she was quite healthy from the sound of it. But... That is insane to me. That's so scary, right? When I'm just like I think about going out, I'm like, yo, better put those gloves on, better yeah. take my hand sanitizer <laughs> with me. No, like now I'm way. hearing more and more that uh, healthy people, like I saw this Olympic swimmer, 30-year-old, who got it and said it was like the worst thing he's ever had. And wow. A lot of people are actually like healthy people are getting it too. Yeah, that's which is like... so strange. Like it doesn't even make sense because I saw a story too where it's like, but then that story didn't make sense to me either. It was like <laughs> the one Amazon tribe got it like deep in the jungle, but then I'm like, how did they get tested? Or so I don't know. Mm, uh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like the main thing is like it's just affecting everyone differently. Literally, like yeah. every person, it's such different effects, and it be, they can't decide what it's dependent on. Like you can easily say it's uh, like the immune system is stronger versus weaker. Like that's an easy way to, but you can't really tell how well your immune system is right until you get right. it. So it's just, right. it's just one of those things where it's like so hard to tell, and it's affecting everyone so differently. I'm just glad that kids are being able to like at least. Oh yeah. Uh, fight it off it's not affecting like the youngest yeah, population because that would have yeah. been really scary had it been like yeah affecting yeah. them yeah i still I don't know were... i still don't know uh, if, like, what about pregnant uh, uh, ladies and stuff and like if that affects the child or if the well, mother yeah, is not. yeah mother is hmm. pregnant and she gets coronavirus i don't know if there's been study done about that or not but um, that's just like yeah yeah, I don't know. I haven't actually come across um, too much of that yet, but I am going to start my OBS guy knee rotation in a week here, so I guess I will find out <laughs> if that's yeah, a concern and update you. <laughs> yeah. But so how has your experience been like, in the hospitals and stuff? Is, it every, is everyone kind of scared, like the workers and everything, when you did work there? Um, yeah, I think there is a sort of like apprehensiveness and worry about what's to come because not everyone knows a lot about it and it's a lot of change in terms of what you're doing i think your hand hygiene and all those things are always um sort of drilled to help workers throughout the hospitals and everywhere so you sort of know all that but it's still quite hard especially when something spreads so easily and you're uncertain as to what things will look like so it has been a lot of anxiety and worry but that being said i think a lot of effort has been put into planning planning for different phases of this um pandemic so So are you guys more oh sorry go ahead no no go for it are you guys more equipped would you say like you guys have the equipment ready like ventilators ppe and everything ready um, yeah, I think they're definitely putting more efforts into that. There's some hospitals where they've converted some of the surgical theaters into ICUs, basically. So they've stopped doing elective surgery and just put those theaters to be converted into ICUs for people that are going to need ventilators because usually hospitals only have limited capacity or limited ventilators available. So they've started doing all that. Um, they've started um, limiting the amount of people that can see patients that are mm-hmm. that have respiratory symptoms. So you using less PPE so non-essential people are not going in the number of visitors have been limited and all that has been done but that being said there are hospitals that I think or certain units that are already getting to the point where it's like oh we need more PPE I was doing pediatrics and for pediatrics a lot of kids that will come will have a lot of respiratory stuff and usually it could be something just a viral infection doesn't need to be COVID but just with how things are looking parents are just more sort of paranoid and they will bring kids in and then when you are seeing these kids you have to take all the necessary precautions so Mm -hmm. you definitely end up using a lot of PPE in those cases 
So I think shortages will come, but Australia is planning and they're kind of stocking up and getting ready for that. So yeah. uh, I think being in the system, I definitely appreciate all the thought and work and all the behind the scene efforts that are going into it that you don't realize if you're not part of that. But definitely a lot has been done. It's scary times, especially for healthcare workers as well, because you are sort of putting, if not your life, your health at risk for sure. And all these people do have families and kids to go back to as well. Yeah, so it's tough. I saw some videos and it was like such heartbreaking videos because it's like um, this surgeon or this doctor that was working at the hospital and he came home and he can't even hug his kid just because you don't want to risk that so they're like staying away from their family they're like kind of living in a different location just so they don't want to even risk bringing something home yeah, yeah. So, like, no, it's 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 so tough man I, yeah. my mom was telling me in a, a story she works in a home care actually and she was telling me how a family came in to see their mom it was their mom's birthday she's turning i think 90 and they weren't allowed to come in due to uh, potential risks involved right so yeah. what they had to do is they went behind there uh, behind the building and they wrote held up a big sign saying happy birthday and sanctuary it was like the saddest thing she's ever seen because she couldn't let the family in so. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh. especially if it's yeah. like old residential care and stuff because exactly. they're really vulnerable and if one person gets it you just can't stop the spread there mm-hmm. it is it's really sad in terms of that and i think there's a lot of sacrifices made by people who are working on the front lines for this even here um there's doctors that are consultants or specialists that say usually would only see certain certain patients or certain specialties because they're specialized in that field but now they're all willing to work eds or work wherever there's needed there's registrars and other doctors that actually had time off that are not taking that time off anymore they're actually working and providing Mm -hmm. the numbers needed when this thing does get really bad so i think there's a lot of they're doing a great great job yeah man that's the thing it's another thing that kind of pisses me off because right now you get to see who are the essential workers like right now you see like and not just like the healthcare workers but like even like the custodians and stuff even like mm. the garbage collectors the mail yeah, truck drivers yeah like all those people are like so essential to society right because everything else can shut down but those are the ones that need to keep going so just like seeing that yeah. is like big props to them but like I see like yeah. all these other things that people are doing, which is like um, like for like healthcare workers. Stuff. No, no, not that. Like just like how they're getting repaid for their job because it's like people are like oh, like being thankful. That's completely fine. And then I see mm-hmm. like other gestures where it's like uh, like I don't know if you heard that the Greenans they had like the circling around uh, yeah. the thing like the cops and everything right right like to and then there's like hotels that were like lighting up in heart just for like mm-hmm. the i was mm-hmm. like man i get that it's a nice gesture but i would rather these get these people get paid more like i yeah. feel like they should yeah. deserve like so much more and so everyone that's working they should be getting like paid so much more because you really yeah, they're risking their lives pretty much exactly yeah. right so like even yeah. though these nice gestures i kind of get it like it's nice like you should yeah do those but i feel like paying them more is so much more important than anything else you can do just I because agree. when you step yeah. out it's just so yeah. much more you're putting so- yeah. and I, these I, are the people that can't stay inside they have to do it or else like someone has to do this job right so it's mm. just it's just yeah it's just really yeah i definitely crazy. yeah i definitely agree with that i think the praise and the appreciation is all great and i think that should be there but there should be more done um it could be in terms of paying them or even um like paying for their health care like their kids still need to be taken care yeah, of daycare, yeah. yeah these people are working like i think in australia they've started doing free um child care for some of the healthcare workers if you need to go work um they'll mm-hmm. do free child care so at least somebody can take care of your kids while you're doing that so just yeah. a lot of just little things like that to make their life a bit easier or i think the least to ask would be providing them protection giving them ppe and sending them out there and still making sure that they're safe and not just being yeah. like you know just go out there and do it like for yourself it's part of your job yeah. yeah right yeah no that's just ridiculous to me but i guess it's yeah. like the resources and everything too but then if you yeah. don't have it 
like you can't put people's life at risk but then when it's like so many people are getting infected they need to be taken care of too it's just like a really like messed it, up situation it's it is a hard situation yeah i definitely sure. wouldn't want to be the one making the calls at the moment because there's oh, really man, no yeah. easy answer i call i saw a video where it's like young doctors who just started their uh careers just making these tough tough decisions on to on who to save and who to let go it's crazy yeah you see it these is, videos of like mass graves and stuff yeah it's crazy so did you see the mass graves they were doing in new york and that's just so yeah. close to home in the way where you just never imagine something like that happening yeah, in, the States, in new york you know? yeah 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 like you'd be like okay other parts of the world i'd be like it's really unfortunate but i could imagine that happening and people like covering it up but that happening just in states like so close to home it's surreal yeah no, it, it, it is for sure it's just when you're not properly like ready for a situation like that and then when you have a leader like donald trump it's not <laughs> doesn't help doesn't help anything yeah. But yeah. another topic that I don't want to get into. I know. So, Honestly, yeah. I, we were just joking about it, and I was, we were just saying how, uh, like, considering that Trump is older and he is a vulnerable population when it comes to this, I'm surprised he wasn't like he didn't do much just out of pure selfishness, you yeah. know, just to protect himself. Never yeah. mind the country. Yeah. yeah, Boris Johnson got it, and he was like pretty critical. Oh, yeah, yeah, like he. That. Yeah. yeah yeah he's doing well now he's recovered yeah. but he was yeah. in icu for a little while and i just yeah. remember reading this thing where like it was a news thing saying oh like he's doing well now and stuff and one of my friends she works as a doctor in london and she was basically just saying oh maybe finally now he'll respect healthcare workers and give them you know the credit they deserve in terms of funding oh, and everything. Oh, is he like Penny? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but more like so Trump. Like, yeah. yeah, cutting funding. Yeah. And he's along those lines as well where he doesn't really mm-hmm. um, appreciate um, healthcare for all that it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But another thing that you said before, you know, to all the truck drivers and custodians and everybody out there who's actually doing their jobs right now, it's really nice to sort of have the world realize how important that is it's not just about the people like the doctors and the nurses it's actually everyone that has to come together exactly. and do this and appreciate that and it's really sad to see how usually those people don't get any respect or yeah. credit yeah or how they get treated and now to realize that you're so reliant on that you know? yeah right that's the thing yeah. i didn't see like growing up or whatever you're like oh you better go to school and study or you're gonna end up like you don't want to be a garbage man or like, yeah. or like a garbage man and stuff like that and it's like yo those people are so essential yeah and they're like, so we, like if it wasn't if we, for them your house is like would be yeah full, if, like, we, if we didn't yeah. have garbage men like yeah yeah, yeah like, it's just that yeah it's just a great reminder in a way about how every job has its place and it's essential yeah. in its own way like you can't really work or get along if everything doesn't fall into place so every piece yeah. has to be respected as much as the other yeah no for sure so changing topics here how how do you guys think um this is going to change our lives going forward in terms of how we you know socialize how we when, when we go out to restaurants or whatever it is traveling how do you think it's going to affect us I don't know. It's a very good question and sort of just a great thing to speculate about. What I'm really interested in seeing is how this is going to play in terms of like social media. Because in a way, we're all so much more glued to our screens because that's the only way mm-hmm. to connect to everyone right now. So in a way, I'm like, that's a bit dangerous because it's losing human connection even more. But also right. the amount of time everyone has had, we've had more time to sort of just sit with ourselves, do cooking, meditation, painting, whatever things we wanted to do that we never really sort of had the time so i'm so curious to see whether we're going to come out of this as being even more um self-indulgent and it's just all about social media and just so focused on that or are we going to come out of this having done better personally and being more introspective and just being more at sort of self with ourselves yeah it's really hard to say yeah i honestly don't think it's gonna change much when it comes to social media just because 
that is something that's already there. I think there might be a spike of like older generation getting more into it just because they're more exposed to it now, staying at home and having nothing to do and probably like interacting with their kids who are putting them on there. Like if you see all these TikToks and stuff, yeah. <laughs> you'll see all the older generation using it. So, yeah, but like but... for the younger generation, I don't see it making a difference because I'm using social media how I did before the quarantine. Yeah, and but... forward, would you say you're using it more or? Yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. just because I'm like more time, but it doesn't, right. when I go back and then... I get more busy, I don't see it how it would affect my usage. Like, I don't but see you say, but you say that, thing. but I think there's an actual argument to be made there in terms of like addiction and how hooked you would get if this actually goes on for six months seven months uh, you would get used to that sort of like being on there for certain amount of hours every day and it would be really hard to break that habit for some of us yeah i'm sure there would be a spike but i guess like i'm just speaking from a, a perspective of a addict who's already like on there so much <laughs> but just, like it's not gonna make a difference for me because i'm gonna keep using it how i do use it so i personally haven't seen that difference just because i used it so heavily beforehand too so i don't know how more you can go after that but yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's why but i'm sure for people that used it less they're probably gonna end up using it more for sure so i'm sure it's gonna be a spike for people that weren't on there as often it, yeah in my opinion i think this whole quarantine and lockdown situation is really just gonna drive us closer to technology because let's look at it work for example we're everyone's at home you know we're on zoom meetings we're on teams or skype mm-hmm. or whatever we're using yeah. that constantly now we're seeing the benefits or the uselessness of actual face-to-face meetings exactly like these things are just driving us closer yeah. to, to, to technology also, we're watching netflix yeah it also worries me in terms of you know how you're talking about the work situation that i think if this progresses maybe companies will start realizing how some of the workers are sort of not essential not, not essential needed. right yeah, yeah sure. so i feel like some people will actually lose their jobs because of this no, a lot of people yeah, are already, right? Millions have lost yeah. their jobs. Yeah, well, I mean, right now it's because we're not working, but even if things go back into, like, full swing and the economy yeah, the companies sort of might comes wanna... back, yeah. yeah, the companies no, would I probably think... want to cut some people off and just make a bit more money because if we could manage to do that now, why can't we continue doing that? I think this is going to change the world as we know it. I don't think we're going to be able to go back from this. I think it's going to have yeah. a major impact on industries across like the news yeah, yeah. Like, i think everyone everyone keeps asking oh when do we go back to normal when do we go back to normal and i honestly yeah. don't think there is yeah, a normal. Like, we're going back be. to that normal <laughs> there, i don't think there's going to be any normal like yeah. it's just throughout the board it's gonna be such a huge difference especially like um sales or like literally any industry that you can think of yeah I let's look at like uh the social gatherings where let's say movie oh, theaters yeah. games um mm-hmm. concerts like how those are gonna be dramatic dramatically different yeah i feel like there's gonna be a big difference for sure just because uh, but at the same time i'm just like human beings they don't learn <laughs> they don't, we don't learn from our mistakes yeah We're just like <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, repeat that now we can go back to like doing whatever the fuck you yeah. want like it's just like it might also be yeah they want to go back to their normal lives to normal way of doing things yeah but i think when it comes to industries and stuff i think that would be changed for sure i just see like people kind of preparing themselves because right now i feel like a lot of people were not prepared for anything like this just because they haven't seen anything like this right but i feel like going forward they're going to be ready for it so they're going to develop like measures that can like people provide people working from home or having like less human interaction so i'm just Mm -hmm. more intrigued to seeing how we'll go forward where it's like people are kind of ready to like limit that human interaction if anything like this arises again because i can guarantee you it's gonna happen again 100 percent, without a doubt it's not one of those things like uh if it happens it's more so when it happens Mm -hmm. yeah so I i feel like it's gonna change a lot of things but like the sports not being there I feel that's hit me hard <laughs> more than anything else uh, yeah, I, don't know, apparently, I don't know how that's gonna work but. yeah that's a constant theme I keep hearing about as well I'm not that into sports but I I can see how it's such a struggle <laughs> to the point where some yeah. people some of my friends are like oh that's the worst part about this pandemic <laughs> <laughs> no not the people dying not the yeah, people no, suffering no. <laughs> Nah, it's, it's no sport. Kind of, you know, so <laughs> yeah. Guy kicking a ball and he's that. <laughs> we don't like. 
Yeah, like I don't know distractions than anything else because you yeah, want to be like distracted because you hear about this whole like I'm, I'm already like sick of like hearing about like COVID nineteen like all the time, so like, it just like it eventually gets to you, right? So mm. you kind of want that distraction where you want to, especially if it's all negative, like everything. Right. It's so negative. Yeah, they don't like focus on the positive cases. You rarely hear those, oh, right? You don't, don't hear that at all. Negative is the one that creates the headlines and grabs the attention, right? Yeah, right. the media definitely sensationalizes it a bit and like puts it out there as this crazy thing that everyone needs to be so scared of, and that drives panic and anxiety. Yeah. So I kind of get the other side where it's like if you only show the good cases, people start taking it lightly, and they're like, "Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. Like look at all these people who survive. Why the fuck do I need to like do that?" So I kind of see, but I think they should like kind of balance it out as well. So not exactly and. I mean, it would be nice if the media did that, but that's too much of a ask at this point. So I think maybe people just start to doing that on their own. You know, I think how we were talking about how to deal with this, we should all sort of set a routine. I think one of the good things that a lot of um, psychologists even recommend is that you should limit how much you're reading about it. on a daily basis mm-hmm. you know don't go yeah, look into all sure. that all day just do it for 10 minutes and another strategy that they're sort of saying that i found probably has some weight to it would be um because a lot of people are really anxious and worrisome so they sort of say try this thing where you don't think about it at all day and just allot mm-hmm. yourself 10 minutes or 30 minutes at some point during the day and then you just sort of worry about it and freak out and look at whatever you want to look and then you just sort of drop it And in a way, it sounds like okay, that yeah, might not work because it would be too. But I don't know how much. Yeah, but yeah. actually, it's it works if you give it a try because you sort of enjoy the day, and then you just have this mini freak out, and then you sort of drop it because you can't. Like you, you get good at it every day if you sort of draw, like keep practicing that. It's sort of like meditation in a way, I guess. <laughs> but, but I think definitely limiting um, yourself. limiting the exposure to the amount of things that are about this that you're reading or just seeing would be good because if you don't it does get a bit overwhelmed yeah for sure and it adds to your stress and stress is and good for sure um yeah. to the immune system yeah i yeah. can't even imagine you know like because we're all very inconvenienced with it yes our lives are changing but imagine people who actually have mental illnesses who have depression or who are suicidal how do you deal with this alone being at home yeah. and not really being out there accessing the services that you need to access right. or like um households that have domestic violence or kids that are being abused how i think things are just going to look so much worse for all those sort of populations during this time yeah that's definitely, definitely hard to yeah. control that mm-hmm. very like it's like it affects a lot of the population but at the same time there's not much that you can even do just with everything being shut down so it's a really tough yeah. situation where it's like how do you help that population um yeah. so like yeah. you can go to their house or yeah exactly exactly i think before you'd still have therapists doing that or social workers doing that but now mm-hmm. as a sort of way to you protect them i don't know if that's even happening so there's huge gaps I think in the long term we're going to realize a lot more consequences of this that we just can't see at the moment. Very yeah, oh yeah. Right yeah, now we don't we have all the information well. and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully we're that's, like for the future we're prepared a bit more well with something like this and we can cope better with it. But for now I feel like it's going to constantly change. It's just going to constantly evolve and we kind of have to keep up with it because there's not really much else that we can really do at this point. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really asking for humans as a race to sort of be really adaptable, really flexible and take things as they come, but it's not the most easiest to do when we're also used to our routines, our luxury mm-hmm. and a certain way of living. So mm-hmm. it's definitely really hard. Do you guys think it's going to affect travel? Like uh, do you think it's going to make a huge difference in how people travel or is it gonna uh affect like, I, the flights or anything like that oh i think so absolutely even now i was watching um a thing from i think it was some i can't remember what flight company it was but they were basically showing aviation all around the world 
and it was a time lapse video comparing how it was worldwide, how many planes were in the air at one time before mm-hmm. COVID and now. And I think it was like tons of thousands of planes before, mm-hmm. and right now it's like five thousand. And most of them, five thousand planes flying at some point worldwide, and most of them are cargo planes. They're not passenger planes. So when you see it represented in that time lapse, it's really something crazy to see. And I think um, flights and aviation industry has probably hit the worst. Right, yeah. right. But I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like um, once this is over, people are really want gonna want to travel. So you think it's gonna pick up so, like have a? So I, I feel like it's gonna really. Um, I don't know if it, it might just pick up or not change at all. I feel like it's I feel like lot to where you want to go because yeah, exactly. it's going to be like a danger thing because like I, like to be honest i don't think i feel safe going to states for like the next year like i don't know if mm-hmm. i would like feel yeah. safe for that even same with kind of europe like the countries are yeah. affected like a lot so yeah. i would you feel safer that. once a vaccine is in place or yeah i think that would kind of uh, help for sure um but, but guys even if the vaccine comes out you've got to realize that there's millions of us and when they right, like another right. problem once it comes out will be who gets it Right. who gets yeah. it first mm-hmm. so yeah. it's going to be the vulnerable population and then eventually by the time where a lot of us get it that's going to take a while as well so i don't think yeah. even yeah. though the vaccine is the answer there's still a lot to be figured out with that like what kind no, of sure. how much who gets it how, the time mm-hmm. frame and all of that so i don't like even if that comes out you still would be taking a risk while you're traveling but yeah, that being yeah. said people can be cooped inside all the time but if you're right. traveling and you just travel domestically maybe that's not mm-hmm. as bad as going internationally so maybe yeah, we'll maybe probably not. see maybe a huge there. yeah maybe we'll probably see a huge, huge spike in domestic travel and then eventually international, international as well but i think people would be skeptical about it right yeah, right for makes, sure that makes sense to be honest yeah. yeah i feel like it's gonna affect a lot it's gonna change a lot uh all our lives going forward but hopefully we learn from it it's for the best and uh, we kind of come out on top yeah i'll definitely well, uh, be happy to see people washing their hands more so that'll be good <laughs> it's so funny it's like all yeah. these things that you like should be doing the whole time be doing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but now you're just like oh shit we're supposed to do it it's like oh why weren't you doing that before yeah <laughs> washing hands coughing in your elbow like oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah hopefully people keep it going or even just the, you know, like social distancing, but that's happening now. But even personal space before that, some people don't understand that mm. concept. And like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you need to stand so close to someone, please. Right, right. Yeah, like it's yeah. just, uh, <laughs> but I feel like uh, it's going to eventually get better. But we'll see if people actually stay on it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so thanks, uh, Prob, for coming on and talking to us, discussing a little bit of what's going on in Australia. Definitely appreciate that. Yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for having me on. I guess before we go here, just a bit of PSA. So everyone, you know, wash your hands properly, proper cough etiquette, stay indoors and take care of yourself. And on top of that, if you're feeling sort of lonely or not great, there's online resources you can try. And it's always a good time to give meditation and some of those things a try for your mental well-being. And if you are struggling, reach out. So have you have you done meditation yet? So yes, <laughs> I have. I actually okay. do like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I gotta get on that. Then. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. All right. Sounds All good. Right, thanks right, for having for me, guys. Yeah, All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's another episode. Hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. See you later.